Hi, this is Ashley Ramsey with the Slay the Giant podcast, the show where we slay our giants and conquer our fears. You will hear from myself and some amazing experts on subjects that matter most to you. Through their stories, you will be empowered, encouraged, and enlightened. Are you ready to slay your giant? Let's go. Thank you all for joining me again for our podcast, our Slay the Giants podcast. I have my special guest back with me, um, Dr. Jonathan Ramsey Bishop, um, the man of God, uh, pastor of Rehoboth Church of God, my father. Um, and um, I'm so excited. Um, if you heard last episode, you know that you're in for a treat today um, because it was just so good and on point and on target for what we need to hear right now. And um, I just want to welcome my dad back, Bishop Ramsey. Welcome back. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you for being a part of uh, the podcast today again. And again, I want to say I appreciate this opportunity and I personally feel privileged to be a part. Uh, amen. I am. I'm glad that you're able. I'm, I'm glad we could fit it in your schedule <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, you know, your schedule is pretty busy. And uh, so I'm honored that you were able to clear your schedule. Even after preaching, you know, two times today, you found time to be a part. And that's probably a um, staple in your journey as a father to me, Jonathan and Nathan, is that you always find time to do what we need you to do. And that's powerful. And uh, we thank God for that. Um, so we can continue on with um, some of the tips that you've been giving for leadership. Now, for those of you who are listening to the podcast, you know how us preachers go when we start going, you know, the Holy Ghost fills our tongue and we just we just have a word and we have to do it. We have to say what we need to say. So um, I'm just going to let um, him flow and um, continue uh, with uh, giving us some tips and tools on what we can do as leaders during the pandemic. Um, this has been so good. Go ahead, Bishop. Uh, well, uh, let me just piggyback on what I was saying uh, in our last session. Uh, I began to talk about David. Uh, David learned how to encourage himself in the Lord in his times of personal worship. Uh, you, you remember when he was coming back from a, a war and he went back to Ziglag where he had left camp with his wives and his children and he found everything uh, burned up, everything consumed. And his men uh, decided that they were going to stone him because the Bible says they wept till they could not weep anymore. You got to imagine their children were taken, their wives were taken, they thought they were dead and what have you. And uh, th although David had fought for them and with them, although David had fought side by side with them, their leader, they turned on him and stoned him. Well, I want to share with you, there are times when people that you may have had confidence in, people that you thought you could trust and they had your back, um, they will sometimes disappoint you and let you down. But you have to have the ability to encourage yourself in the Lord. And so during this time of the pandemic, I found that to be true. Uh, there may not be uh, someone in your corner to, to cheer for you. There may not be a, a congregation out there to say amen and what have you. But you got to be your best, your own best cheerleader. You have to find a way to find something from the reservoir of your relationship with God. And you have to encourage yourself in the Lord. But not only that, during this time, God has helped me to sharpen my focus. Many times we can become inundated with so many things, allow so many things to intervene in our life and our schedules become so busy. But we fail to we fail to although we get scattered and doing a whole lot of things, we're not doing anything well. 
We're not perfecting anything. So God help me to get back to sharpening my focus. Mm-hmm. We have to keep the main thing, the main thing. Uh, what We have to ask ourselves, what is going to give me the greatest outcome of my time, of my of the investment of my money and the investment of my spiritual walk with God. Uh, uh, what is the greatest? What is the greatest value? And so, in order to do that, you had to stop. I had to stop in my focus. I've been able to to do some writing that I had said I was going to do had that hadn't done. I did I've done some study and preparation for certain things um, that I would not have otherwise had. God helped me to sharpen. My focus, sharpen your instruments, sharpen your tools, sharpen your skills. You know, you can say, well, I don't have a congregation to go to. Well, let me tell you, because I know there are many churches that have not opened yet. They're still waiting to open. They're still coming up with plans and protocols. Thank God for the leaders and the workers at Rehoboth Church of God that have uh, enabled me to be able to come back into the house of God. Thank God for willing workers, willing people. Uh, But many churches aren't in that place yet. And I want to tell you, this is the time for you to get prepared for that opening. Uh, We've had a lot of workshops online with leaders training during this time. We're preparing for the harvest. Oh, boy. And so that brings me to the next thing, vision. Even in a pandemic, you have to continue to cast vision. You have to continue to get the people prepared because I believe God's word in the last days. I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all flesh. I believe our sons and daughters are going to prophesy. Our young men are going to see visions. Our old men are going to dream dreams. It says it's going to be on your handmaidens and your maids. So can I tell you? We're going to experience that even during the pandemic and after the pandemic, uh, there's going to be a turnaround. And, and, and if you're going to have vision, you have to believe that you have to have confidence in that. Though the vision tarry, wait on it. It's going to come. It's going to surely come. Um, and so we have to make preparation. We can't wait till we get back in the church to get prepared. It's going to be too late. The harvest is going to come in too in a groundswell. And so you got to open the doors and be be prepared for them. The Bible says without a vision, the people perish. That literally means they cast off restraints. They go in every direction. And and because they have no direction, because they're going in every direction, uh, uh, they wander aimlessly in the dark without, without focus, without aim. Can you imagine trying to hit a target in the dark? But that's what many churches are doing because they lack vision. And then you got to have courage in this hour. You know, you have to cast off fear and anxiety. Uh, there's some normal fear. Um, you know, we learn in, in counseling that everybody has some apprehension about something, some phobias and and, and, and different uh, uh, things that will create uh, creep up in our life uh, to bring concern, to bring alarm, to raise our, 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 our awareness. But at the same time, as the children of God, we have to have fear. When you look at uh, Jesus, when he was walking on the water to the walls, the disciples, and they were in the boat out in the middle of the water, middle of the sea. He said to Peter, he said, come. On that word alone, Peter stepped out of the boat and began to walk on the water. It wasn't until the water became boisterous that Peter took his eyes off Jesus and began to sink. And we often concentrate and focus on the sinking part. But we forget about the fact that he did walk on water. Wow. He did walk on water. And, and, and can I take courage is not having the ability uh, to make things happen when you feel no fear. But courage is the ability to keep 
to, to step out in faith, although you do have some hesitation and do have some reservation. Peter is the only one with the testimony out of all of the disciples, as great as the others were, as great as their experiences were, that could say that I walked on water. And if you're going to do what you've never done, go where you've never gone, it's going to require you uh, by faith uh, to, 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 to walk out and trust God. Abraham left his father's house not knowing where he was going. God said, I'm going to take you to a place I will show you. It took courage and faith for him to go. And because of God made him the father of many nations. In fact, let me just give you this quote. Theodore Roosevelt said, if you're going to do what you've never done, get what you've never had. You're going to have to take courage and stop out of the boat or step out on faith. In fact, uh, you know, courage is not having the strength to go on. It's going on when you don't have the strength. Let me say it again. Courage is not having the strength to go on. It's going on when you don't have the strength. And and I would tell you, I, I, honestly, I, I know I've been transparent. Honestly, I didn't have the strength mm. many days during the pandemic, but it was the courage of God that kept me going in the midst of that. And then I'm going to just say this one and then I'm going to stop for a moment. Uh, you got to have resilience and tenacity, the ability to stick to it and the unwillingness to give up. You got to bounce back from adversity. You know, uh, we went into the church and, and 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 started back worship. Different things we 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 had to learn how to work work through some things. You know, uh, pull things together. That was a challenge, but that didn't back us down to say, well, let's stop having church online. Let's stop allowing the people to come in the building. We had to we had to make some adjustments. Yes, we had to be resilient. We had to have tenacity. Uh, we 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 had to say quitting is not an option. Pursue your goal with the idea, I won't stop till I get to the finish line. And that's where we all have to be. We have to keep going with resilience till we get to the finish line. That's so good. That's so good um, because it's so easy to, to just give up and quit. You know, I know that a lot of ministers and preachers and leaders have <laughs> turned in their resignation letters and it's nothing against that. If you need a break, you need a break. But, you know, if you are in this for the long haul, if you are called to this, you know, God can give you the strength. Um, God's grace is sufficient even in your weakness. And so he can give you the strength to get through whatever the season is and whatever you're facing. Um, I, I'm encouraged by all of the things that you shared um, today and the wisdom that you've given. Um, can you continue with some of the things that you're saying? Like, I, I, I'm enjoying this. I'm just feeding into it. Um, I'm, I'm feasting on it, should I say. <laughs> this is good. Well, one thing I've prayed to God for in this time is godly wisdom. Mm -hmm. Proverbs tells us wisdom is the principal thing. Mm -hmm. uh, wisdom is knowing how to use knowledge rightly. You, you, you can have all of the book knowledge, book learning, everything you could accumulate from uh, listening to lectures, all the uh, the uh, different persons talking on uh, Facebook and what have you. Uh, but if you don't know how to use that information properly, it would do you no use. It would serve as no avail. Out of all of the tribes of Israel, uh, I, I, I like my favorite one was the men of Issachar. The Bible says they understood the times and they knew what to do. We, we're in a different time. Our, our forefathers never experienced this. As great as preachers as as, uh, as Smith Wigglesworth was, he never faced a pandemic that lasted this long. 
uh, John Wells Wesley and, and, and many of the other great revivalists, um, they didn't go through a time when you were in isolation. You were in your homes. You couldn't be free to go in a grocery store, but they were counting the number of people as they went into a, a, a convenience store to get a, an item. Uh, they weren't in such a restrictive environment. You know, I was just uh, received a text from someone that they, they were visiting over in another country. And they said, because the people stayed out later than seven o'clock, in order to teach the people a lesson, uh, the, the, the president of that country had people assassinated. Wow. When have you ever heard of something like that? Um, uh, but not only that, not only had persons assassinated, uh, but they told the people, they literally went to a church and took the keys from a pastor, locked up his church. Locked. He was trying to have services, uh, you know, and, and I guess in defiance of some of the rules. But they took his keys. We're living in a we're living in a, in a in a difficult time. So we need God to give us wisdom to know how to handle these times, how to handle these situations. The Bible says in James chapter one verse five: If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that give it to all men liberally and upbraid it not, and it shall be given him. I want to let you know, if you desire wisdom today, young men, young ladies, men, women of God, leaders, Christian leaders, uh, God is no respecter persons. He's willing to pour out wisdom upon you, give you insight uh, far beyond your years. I, you know, I, one of the things I did as a young man, I, I like to congregate with older people. They have some they have some wisdom, rich wisdom. I, I hear them. I listen to them. I feed off what they have, have shared with me. And I some of the things they, they may not have experienced what I'm experiencing now, but I'm re I am relying on stuff. I heard some of those people are dead now. They're going on to, to their eternal reward. But yet I can still hear their voice speaking to me, even in these times. So I will say to uh, anyone, if you if you're lacking in some areas, Get a mentor. Get someone that can father you, someone that can talk to you, someone that can encourage you, someone that can kind of give you a, a direction to help you navigate doing these uncharted waters. Right. These are uncharted waters. Nobody has the roadmap. I, I don't care how how powerful uh, a man of God they are, you know, how many books they've written, uh, how many people that have lost their congregations are. Everybody is on the same plane now. <laughs> really? We're all starting from scratch. Absolutely. And, and so it, how we knew how to do things, uh, it may not work now. So we have to do something different. And, and why do we need wisdom? Because look at the social unrest because of the social crisis we have today. Look at our judicial system that whether we want to be honest about it, much of it is in a mess. You know, it's, 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 you know, uh, you know, racism is, is high. National, you know, nationalities are being discriminated against. Um, our political system seems to be in a shambles. Can you imagine who would have thought that we would see what we saw on January the 6th, where people raided the Capitol building and took it literally over, where lives were taken. And some of that was uh, brought on by political leaders. And I'm not being political. I'm not being Democrat, Republican or independent or red party or green party. I'm just saying we need wisdom to know how to talk to our congregations during those times. We can become a part of the problem rather than being a part of the solution. Uh, families that are being stretched and pulled in every direction. 
We have to have the wisdom of God to know what to tell them, how to deal with these situations that they're faced with. Their children at home now uh, doing working on computers. They're at home in the same environment. Stress, stress upon stress. Um, the children are not grasping some of the information as easy as they thought they would because they're not in a classroom setting uh, uh, for those hours that they would have been uh, getting that learning experience. Uh, so our economic situation is on a downturn. All of those things, we need wisdom. We need God to speak to us. We need God to direct us. And so I, I, I move to uh, another point, going back to the fact about we need uh, to have a devotional life with God. We talked about that last time. Uh, we, we need to keep our passions yes. flowing, you know, our fire, mm -hmm. our enthusiasm. Um, uh, we need to have our personal worship life intact. Uh, we need to daily be reading God's word. You know, during this time of the, uh, at the beginning of this year, I started a new um, reading the Bible through, and 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 as I, it's just a whole new uh, word is coming alive to me, only because I'm digesting and reading God's word on a daily basis, and uh, hopefully by October I'll be finished. Uh, but I thank God uh, for all kind of tools to help us uh, to, to, to get into the word. Um, and then the final thing I want to share with you is we got to have patience. I know we are in a hurry to get this thing over with. You know, I hear people making predictions, making prophecies, but we should see from the election that we, we don't need to get behind these prophetic voices that are, that are, that are preaching out of, uh, are speaking out of their self. We need to hear from God and God alone. And yes, God has men of God. Yes, they have, they're seers. God has given them a word for the hour. And so I'm not negating everybody, not throwing out the baby with the bathwater, but I'm saying to you, uh, 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 we got to get back in contact with God for ourselves and we got to rely on him and have patience. Right. Uh, my grandma, grandma said to me, haste makes waste. Hmm. And we need to let patience have a perfect work in this season. Whatever you're saying, God, whatever you're doing, God, do it your way. Do it in your time. Uh, yeah. God, I'm going to wait on you. Anything worth having is worth waiting for. So endure Hardness as a good soldier during this season. I know everything may not be going the way you want. Uh, uh, things may not be falling in place as quickly as you thought they would. Um, even when they get the herd uh, humanity, uh, uh, herd, uh, how could, her, her, get the, the what they call the the, the 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 number of people they want to get the vaccine okay. uh, so it, they can feel safer in the environment. I right. don't care even when they get that. The Bible told us in the told us in the last day that these perilous times will come. Yeah. If you think this hit, um, we had other illnesses that came: the bird West Nile virus, the the, the bird flu, uh, all kind of things are coming up today that, that are that, that are hitting us. And this is a sign of the times. We're in the last days, so wait on God. The Bible says in James chapter. One verse three and four says, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Mm. But let patience have a perfect work that ye may be perfect and entire wanting unto God. Whatever you want me to get in this season, let me get it. Mm. And let this be a learning time. 
Let this be a time uh, 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 in the pandemic, pandemic of reading, of, of, of learning from other people's experiences, learn from documentaries, um, whatever you have to do, gain insight, gain information, build up your arsenal. So when you come back to the pulpit, when you come back to your congregations, you're going to be more powerful. You're going to be more well-rounded. You're going to be more seasoned. You're going to be able to take on the giants of your day and slay them one by one. Even as David slew Goliath and his brothers, you'll be able to take on your giants and say, I don't come to you with a sword or a stave, but I come to you in the name of the Lord. So wait on the Lord and be of good courage. And God is going to strengthen your heart even in this season. Absolutely. Thank you so much um, for the word. Um, that was powerful. All of it was just amazing. And I'm so blessed by your words of encouragement, your words um, that have uplifted us and your words that are going to carry us through the remainder of this pandemic, however long it takes. We got to be patient and trust God, trust in the Lord with all our heart and lean out on our own understanding, but in all our ways, acknowledge him and he will direct our path. Again, um, thank you all for being a part of this discussion. I am blessed. I know you were thoroughly blessed. I want you to go uh look at your um, app and I want you to rate us. If you're using um, Apple Podcasts, give us a, a good rating um, and give us a review. Um, if you enjoy this podcast, I enjoyed my time with my father today. Um, truly is a blessing, a man full with wisdom and an anointing and a grace um, who is definitely been a pillar during this time to be able to feed and speak to the lives of young preachers, young ministers, and just leaders alike. Um, we are just blessed to have you, um, Dad, Bishop. <laughs> We're blessed to have you, and uh, we thank God for the ministry and what he's placed inside of your heart. We appreciate you for sharing. Any final words you want to share, you can go ahead and share it. Well, you know, we, we close with talking about having patience. Don't make quick decisions right now. Don't Don't make long-term decisions based on temporary circumstances. You know, I've heard pastors saying, I'm going to change where I am now uh, in this pandemic. I'm, I'm going to, um, you know, I, I've heard churches closed down. You talked about pastors resigning, but churches have literally closed down during this pandemic based on the, the present situation. They say, well, people are not coming back to church. Well, I thank God people are coming back to Rehoboth. We have more people this morning than we've ever had wow. uh, on, on any one given Sunday, both in our eight o'clock and our 11 o'clock service. And I'm, I'm preparing uh, for upsurge. Um, we, we're going to come back together in numbers. We're going to see the harvest uh, uh, for the for the Lord and uh, God is just waiting on us to prepare and and be be patient and wait on Him and trust Him and watch Him fulfill His word. He's gonna His word shall not return to Him void. It's gonna accomplish that which He pleases. And so I'm I'm excited. I'm not I'm not down. I'm not discouraged. I'm not depressed. Uh, I'm just waiting on the next move of what God is going to do. Beautiful. Thank you so much again, Dad. That was awesome. Perfect way to wrap it up. Thank you all for listening. Um, I pray that you would continue to listen to the podcast and be blessed. Send us your feedback. Uh, don't forget to continue to slay your giants. God bless you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please give us your feedback by leaving a review and let's stay connected. You can follow me on Instagram at she underscore slays underscore giants underscore and Ashley Ramsey on Facebook. 
Looking forward to hearing from you. Bye-bye.